Good morning, Anchor. Today is February 28th, which means tomorrow is March 1st. Get your rent checks ready. Here are today's top stories. A judge who was taunted by Donald Trump during the presidential campaign sided with the president Tuesday on a challenge to building a border wall with Mexico, removing what could have been a major obstacle to the signature campaign pledge. U.S. District Judge Gonzalo Curiel rejected arguments by the state of California and advocacy groups that the administration overreached by waiving laws requiring environmental and other reviews before construction can begin. Plaintiffs in the lawsuit said a 2005 law that gave the Homeland Security Secretary broad authority to waive the reviews had expired. Trump tweeted in response to the ruling, quote, Big legal win today. He didn't mention his prior remarks about the judge. Trump berated Guriel during the campaign for his handling of fraud allegations against now-defunct Trump University, suggesting the Indiana-born judge's Mexican heritage reflected a bias. Guriel mentioned his roots in his 101-page ruling Tuesday when he cited another native of the state, U.S. Supreme Court Justice John Roberts, who wrote in another case that courts should not make policy judgments. Guriel wrote, quote, The court cannot and does not consider whether the underlying decisions to construct border barriers are politically wise or prudent. <laughs> Thousands of grieving fans gathered in Mumbai on Wednesday to pay respects to Sri Devi, the iconic Bollywood actress who drowned accidentally in a Dubai hotel bathtub over the weekend. Sri Devi's body was flown home late Tuesday night. By early Wednesday morning, people had begun lining up along a security fence outside the private club near Sri Devi's home where the body had been laid out. A string of Mercedes and Audis ferried family members, Bollywood stars, and VIPs in through another gate, with squadrons of private guards ensuring things stayed under control. Inside the club, the actress's body was placed on a raised platform in a hall decorated with flowers. Her extended family, including her husband and her two daughters, stood by the platform as fans and colleagues walked past in respect. Condolences have poured in since the death of the actress, who redefined the importance of the female lead in India's largely male-dominated film industry. The Associated Press reports the security clearance of White House senior advisor and presidential son-in-law Jared Kushner has been downgraded, significantly reducing his access to classified information. For more than a year, Kushner had been operating with an interim clearance at the top-secret-slash-sensitive compartmented information level. Now, he is authorized to access information only at the lower-secret level. Tuesday's news set off rampant speculation among Trump allies that Kushner's days in the White House might be numbered. On the same day, the departure of a third Kushner ally in the West Wing was announced, and the selection of a Kushner ally to serve as Trump's 2020 campaign manager appeared to suggest the campaign could provide Kushner with a convenient place to land after his White House duties end. Kushner lost his access to the nation's deepest secrets after Chief of Staff John Kelly ordered that the White House officials with interim clearances pending since before June 1, 2017, be cut off if they hadn't received permanent clearances by last Friday. A White House official confirmed to the Associated Press that Kelly's order has been implemented. President Trump's longtime aide, Hope Hicks, is declining to answer questions about her time in the White House in a closed-door interview with the House Intelligence Committee. The panel is investigating Russian interference in the 2016 election and any contacts between Trump's campaign and Russia. As one of Trump's closest aides, Hicks is a key eyewitness to his actions over the past several years. She was his spokeswoman during the 2016 presidential campaign and is now White House communications director. 
As the interview went into the afternoon, several members of the committee said during breaks that Hicks was declining to answer any questions from her time in the White House and the transition period between the election and the inauguration. That's similar to others who have worked at the White House when interviewed by the committee, including former advisor Steve Bannon. It's unclear whether the committee will subpoena Hicks for answers. It did subpoena Bannon last month after he refused to answer questions, but he has yet to cooperate. The House is now considering whether to hold Bannon in contempt. That's all I've got for you for now. To stay up to date on all things news, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Anchor and at Kaylee Chella. That's at C-A-I-L-L-E-Y Chella. Kaylee Chella, checking out.